Good morning and welcome to Friday. Congratulations. Uh, we've made it through another week. Uh, put a couple fingers at Jack in the coffee. It's been a, a brutally tough week for, for us here at Patriot. Uh, please continue to keep uh, Eric in your thoughts and prayers. And, uh, you know, let's hope for the best. Uh, 800-951-0592. Of course, I'm Joe Jake with Double J. Here on this Friday, uh, feeling better every day here. It's my third day here back at the office uh, after my uh, battle with uh, coronavirus. And it's just incredible. I just can't believe uh, what's happened and how it's happened and and all of these other things. Uh, But we we continue to pray pray for for Eric, and I appreciate all of you out there doing the same. Uh, Big day again. Gold hit a new intraday high this morning. Uh, Right now, gold's at 1896, 1897. uh, Got up to 1905. The previous intraday high was 1902. uh, As we uh, continue to watch, the Dow had a tough day yesterday. Uh, More of the same today. The dollar down again, 94.40 now, 94.40. I just need to correct something from yesterday's show. And I just couldn't read my own chicken scratch. The dollar high in the 80s wasn't 125. It was 135. I apologize. I kept saying 125. The whole show was 135. Uh, and remember now, we're we're setting up uh, on the dollar. We, we go through these trends. We've been going through these trends since the 80s. Uh, higher, lower highs and lower lows it's not we we've been stair stepping down in the dollar and it kind of makes a lot of sense right as as the debts have skyrocketed interest rates are at nothing right and and now all of a sudden the fed's balance sheet is blown up we the deficit's blown up and and dollar weakness uh it it takes time right because you got to remember right a lot of the other currencies we're looking at are fiat as well Right, and it's kind of like uh, uh, the 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 best of the worst, if you will. And the United States, you know, we were the best. And of course, Brenton Woods helped. Brenton Woods no longer uh, the the norm now. In other words, when we won World War II, and I'll say we won it, right? We came in and and turned the tide there. The the agreement that the bankers made was brilliant. I mean. You gotta remember these bankers, they're smart guys. But also know this. This is just another attempt by the bankers to control and devalue our, our the fruits of our labor. Right? And everything. You think about housing, how unaffordable it is. Uh, uh, we had a great article up yesterday on allamericangold.com. You need to work like 96 hours a week or something crazy like that at, at uh, the minimum wage in your state to be able to afford housing. Right? And you're like, well, you know, most people are lucky if they get 40. Uh, nobody's getting 97, right? I mean, in 97, you're working 97 hours a week, right? You're exhausted, right? You're like, you only can do that for so long. And it's just incredible, uh, really, when you start thinking about it. Of course, you see in gold and silver react, uh, and, and you know it. Everybody's out there now, right? Silver's going to run another 30%. Gold's going to go another 34%. But of course it is. But these bankers, they're smart people. And Brenton Woods, 
for those of you that didn't know, it forced everybody to buy everything in dollars. So if you wanted a cargo of cotton or a cargo of oil or a cargo of soybean, right, you know, you know on and on, copper, steel, whatever, gold, silver, it was always priced in dollars. But the thing was, not only was it priced in dollars, you had to pay for it in dollars, which forced everybody, every country in the world to hold dollars. When you look at, at countries' uh, sovereign wealth funds, it's packed with dollars. But if you look at what how many dollars they held in the 80s, to how many dollars they're holding today, right? It goes right along with what I was talking about yesterday, which is the dollars losing ground. Right now, uh, the latest numbers, low 60s, is the percentage of sovereign wealth funds of dollars. Used to be like in the 80s. Like they'd have 80% of their money tied in dollars because they needed to buy everything in dollars. Now they can buy it in euros, they can buy it in yen, they can buy it in renminbi. Who's going to be first? That's going to be the question. Somebody is going to be first. I think it's, obviously, we know it's going to be digital. Digital gold is going to be the winner. Digital gold is going to be the winner. And, of course, you know who I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Chinese. I don't buy their gold holdings for a single second. Matter of fact, nobody in the entire world believes that China only has, you know, 2,000 metric tons of gold. No one believes it. Nobody. Of course, do they think they have less? Nope. Not one soul out there thinks they have less than the 2,000 metric tons they say they have. Most people think they've got more and a lot more. Why? Of course, for years I've been telling you, beat your own central bank. Right? How are, I've been telling you over and over and over and over again, you better be your own central bank. Picture Radio News Hour. Warm up that jack and coffee. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. As we uh, look at what's unfolding here and, and what's next. Right, we, we we already know what's here now. Right? Whether whether or not we liked it or agreed with it, right, we don't know. Obviously things heating up with China, right? We there I don't know what the deal was there in the Houston consulate and what the Chinese were up to there and uh some guy they were holding at the San Francisco uh consulate that was Stealing information from the U.S. I mean, how much more proof do we? How many more times do we have to sit there and say that China stole this and China stole that before we realize that these guys? Listen, they're playing to win. I mean, the one thing. Listen, I think Donald Trump has done a horrible job with coronavirus. I, I, I do. Terrible. And the Democrats have made it worse. But the one thing he's gotten right is what China really is. You know, you got to call the spade a spade, right? That's that's how it goes. They're 
not our friends. They're our competitor. China wants to be the United States. I mean, it's just that simple. And what I mean by that is they want to be the superpower of the world. Right? They want everything to be bought in renimbis. They've got 1.4 billion people. They have leverage. Right? Because China, and, and with the exception of maybe, maybe, and I don't know if it's true or not. I, I would, I, I'd have to, I got to do some research on it. With the exception of maybe Canada and Mexico, maybe. The largest trading partner for all of these other countries is China. It's not us. It used to be us. I mean, we're great consumers, right? We love to spend money. Nobody can shop like the Americans. They got 1.4 billion. We got like 325 billion. You know, they, they've got almost five times more people than we do. And of course... You know, they, they've, we, we've, let's face it, we gave them so much of it, and then the rest of it, they stole it. And they want to be number one. And we're sitting here, and we're talking about the situation. I don't know what this COVID is. Naturally occurring, I doubt it. If it was naturally occurring, right? And China, China says, hey, man, we didn't do this. Why not let us in? Right? Get, let the whole world, hey, come on. Come on in. Bring your, bring your scientists. Bring your doctors. Get Fauci. Get Bricks. Get whoever you want. Here's the proof. Not our fault. Didn't know. But that's not what's happened. Right? China's like, no, nah, no one's coming in here. And again, the only, in my mind, the only question is, did they do this on, did it get out on accident? Or did they do it on purpose? And they need to be held accountable, you would think, but apparently not. And you're sitting there and you think about what we did. We decided to shut down the economy. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Right, and I told you, I think that was wrong. Right, and I think we should have really souped up the the care and 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 every every major city in the United States, every state in the United States, should have designated the best hospitals with the best doctors as these are the places where you go for Corona, so we could figure it out. We already know, we already know that we're getting better at it. Right, we've already learned a lot of what not to do. But how much better off could we have been? But shutting down the economy isn't the answer. We got jobless claims yesterday. Spiked up, spiked up right? 1.4 million in change. That wasn't supposed to happen. Continuing claims. And this is the part, and this is the hard part. Because it, it, you want to be educated. Okay, so you want to be educated. You want to go out there and you and you want to know what's real and what's what isn't. And this is why I've been saying I've been saying about 
a 1360 KHNC. By the way, check out our new podcast section. I think, man, we have made it so much better. So much easier. But having said that, we need the truth. We need to be able to deal with things factually. How can we how can we fix anything if we don't have the truth? And yet we've got all of these channels dedicated to you buying stocks, trying to convince you, yes, you can be a billionaire. You can be the next Warren Buffett. No, you can't. How do I know? Well, the answer is simple. Look at 401ks. You know, 401ks didn't exist in the 80s. Back when the dollar was at 135, they didn't exist. You went to work for Motorola or IBM or GE or General Motors or Ford, and you worked there for life. And you got a pension when it was over for life. But you got to remember, things were affordable back then. You know? House was maybe 50 grand, 60 grand, maybe. Car, five, five grand. Right now, now 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. I mean, it's ridiculous. The, the the average price of a home's like I don't even know three hundred and fifty thousand some crazy crazy number. And and businesses got rid of pensions. And it was so funny because the people that invented the four oh one K, you know why they invented it? They were doing studies. They were like actuaries and they they were studying The baby boomers, retirement. This was what, what it was all about. Got to remember what was happening in the eighties, right? The Reagan, the Reagan administration, the big tax cut with the huge increase in the payroll tax, right? That funded Social Security, that funded Medicare and Medicaid. They knew back then. They're like, mm. with your pension and Social Security, yet yeah, you know what? That's not going to be enough. And a lot of people that were getting the pensions, they didn't have a 401k because it didn't exist, right? Social Security, they were doing the math, and they're like, man, we need another supplement. Like, Social Security is supposed to be a supplement, right? It's supposed to supplement your pension, which went away. And then they said, wait a minute, we need a, we need a supplement to the supplement, because when the baby boomers retire, if they only have their pension and their 401k, they're, you know, so they're not going to have the lifestyle that they want to have. So now think about it. Now you only got your Social Security and your 401k. You don't even have the pension. Your lifestyle is so much worse. The, the median 401k, in other words, if you took the guy that's got the least amount in his 401k, the guy that's got the most, and you meet in the middle, it's only twenty two grand. That's it. That's all it is. The average, 
the average, if you're over the age of 60, I think, yeah, 60, I think it's either 60 or 65, the average, it's only 92,000. It's nothing. Would you rather have 92,000 or a pension? Right, that's an easy, right? It's not even close. But they don't tell us the truth. So yesterday, they told us about jobless claims. And it went the wrong way, right? And we know that. Of course, if you listen to this program, you knew that was coming. But then they said that when, you, when you're looking at the continuing claims, okay, so that's, in other words, 1.4-plus million people filed for unemployment for the very first time last week. When you keep filing, so once, and I think you got to file for two weeks in a row, when you keep filing, you go into what is called continuing claims. Now, the government said that the number yesterday was 16,200,000. So 16.2 million people have been unemployed for several weeks or more. And they're like, hey, that's, that, that, that went down, so that, that's a good thing. Here's the problem. That's not the entire number. It used to be the number. So before COVID, if you were a 1099 employee, you could not file for unemployment wasn't allowed. The reason it wasn't allowed is because if businesses hired you as a 1099 employee, they didn't have to pay unemployment insurance. Yesterday, I told you, we're already up to 10, it may even be 11 or 12 states now that are borrowing money from the federal government to pay unemployment claims. And in the next three months, Almost every state will be borrowing money to pay for unemployment claims because the amount paid in, it wasn't enough. The, the government decided, and again, right or wrong, said, hey, we're going to let these 1099s file for unemployment. And they've done it. The problem is, they're not telling you how many people it is. And you know 1099 is all the rage out there because I've educated all of you about how that number, the 1099 number back in 2000, back in, especially back in the 90s and the 80s, barely existed. It's another way these, these mega corporations have gotten away with murder when it comes to taking care of employees. According to the data from the federal government, the number of people that actually have been filing continuing claims isn't 16.2 million. That's all of the people that have been filing state claims. When you add in federal unemployment insurance, which the, the bulk of it 
is these 1099 employees, the number is 31.8 million. I want you to digest that for just a minute. Okay, we've got a workforce, or had a workforce, had being the key word, of about 150 million people pre-corona. That puts the unemployment rate, you know, simple math here, at 20%. It's unheard of. That's never, ever, even at the height of the Great Depression, it never happened. If you paid these people $600 extra a week, that would be a trillion dollars, actually $990-some billion dollars. Almost a trillion dollars a year just for the 31.8 million people. Double. Well, just under double. Just under double what they reported yesterday. How big of a lie is it? And how the heck are we going to come out of it? This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Amazon is America's biggest retailer. Billions of purchases are made on their website every year. Lots of customers use the Amazon Smile program to allocate a small percentage of their purchases to the charity of their choice. However, what you might not know is that Amazon doesn't let just any charitable organization collect money through Amazon Smile. First, the organization has to go through a process to verify that they are a worthy cause. Unfortunately, Amazon outsources the definition of worthy to one of the worst left-wing organizations out there. In order to enroll in the program, charities have to prove their worth to the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center is most infamous for lumping together neo-Nazi groups and the KKK with respectable conservative groups like the Family Research Council and the Alliance Defending Freedom. By associating good groups with bad groups like this, they do two really counterproductive things. First, they defame patriotic Americans trying to fight for religious liberty, traditional marriage, and the sanctity of human life. Second, they dilute the true evil of actual hate groups by lumping them together with groups that clearly do not hate. Without a doubt, the Southern Poverty Law Center is doing absolutely nothing to combat actual hatred in America. And Amazon is showing a clear bent toward leftism by putting such an inept group in charge of gatekeeping their charitable work. There's a very important lesson for conservatives in all this. No matter how much lip service big tech gives to being politically neutral, we shouldn't be fooled into ignoring their hidden agenda. Whether in overt or covert ways, most of the tech giants would like nothing better than to advance a liberal agenda throughout America and the world. At Amazon, that means employing groups that equate pro-lifers to Nazis. And don't be fooled by the lies of big tech. The American people still believe in pro-family, pro-life values. Conservatives aren't haters. Conservatives believe in the inherent equal dignity and value of every human life. We fight to make the American dream accessible to all. But don't count on big tech to back us up when it counts. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. These culturally relevant commentaries, along with videos, columns, and bulletins, are waiting for you at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 
Plus, you can find, follow, and share our work on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800 You know, in these numbers, they add up. They actually make sense. And what I mean by that, if you look at the amount of people not paying their mortgage or not paying their rent, it coincides so nicely with, with the unemployment numbers, the real numbers. And, and when you sit there and you say, huh, wow, look at all these people that are on, on the verge of getting ready to possibly be evicted. Now, we'll have to see what the states do. But the federal government's moratorium on evictions is over. Now, your state could continue it. Or they can say, never mind, we want you out. But it's almost right around 30 million people not paying their mortgage or not paying their rent. And coincidentally, we've got, you know, 32 million people filing, continuing unemployment claims. You know why they don't report it? Here's what's funny. This one, it'll make you laugh. So the 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 report is put out by the government, the, the jobless claims report, the Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, puts it out. The first two paragraphs are where the reporters have always gotten their numbers from matter of fact i would venture to say that cnbc and bloomberg and fox don't even read the report read the first two pages and they all want to get the headlines up that's why the headlines can be up almost instantaneous have you ever noticed that the unemployment reports out or jobless claims are out and within a minute of them being released you see the, the, the scroll on the screen, right? Unemployment claims unexpectedly rose or continuing claims fell. And they give you the numbers. Just like, like that. So what the government did is they said, well, this is a new one. This is a program. We never had this program before. They put that number. So you can figure about 16 million people, okay? 15.8 million or whatever the number was. They put that at the bottom of the report. Yeah. See, in order to be accurate, you would have had to read the whole stinking thing and said, oh, wait, man, I've got to do math. Oh, my gosh, i got to add two numbers together. Of course, wouldn't it have made sense if the government would have put it to get you know put it up there with the other way sure it would have and only now we're, we're, we're hearing a little bit about it but not really and by the way I got to give credit credit to Wolf Richter one of the great researchers out there he put it all together right and he sat there and said you know is it laziness? Is it ineptness? Or is it a, a deliberate attempt to hide the, the truth? And you would think 
with the liberal press, right, with the liberal press, you would think they'd be all over it, right? CNN would be running headlines, hey, fake news, fake news, the real unemployment, 20, 20% of the country's not working. But not even them. This is, I, I guess, the, the ineptness of the media in all assets and fashion. You know, you, you sit there, you think about what's happening in Portland. In Seattle, in Chicago, uh, New York, and, and, and you just go on and on and on. I saw the mayor of Portland in with the quote-unquote protesters. They're not protesters. They're arsonists. They're looters. Right? They're, they're committing assaults on our police officers. And, you know, Trump brought in the federal troops to protect all the federal buildings, i.e. the courthouse. And all these mayors are, are flipping out, right, because they can't control their own population. And the mayor of Portland is down there with the protesters, who, by the way, if you saw the clip, they hate him too. See, this is why the, 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 the Democrats don't get it. These people protest it. They, they hate the Democrats and the Republicans, right? They want anarchy. They don't want government. Talking about getting rid of the police. Who in the right mind thinks that's a good idea? Really? Listen, I love to have my head up my ass. I do. It's great, right, to live in la-la land and live in some fantasy. These people don't work. They don't make any money. They don't contribute to society. They just want handouts. They don't want law and order. They don't want to be productive members of the society. This is why I wish the moms and the dads would go down, grab your kid, and kick his ass. And get him to be a productive member of this society. It's not happening. Listen, I don't know if 32 million people should be unemployed right now. I don't know. But, but, but I'll say this. They don't need to get back to work. Because it, it's, it's, not, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And you look at all these other countries, they don't have this problem. Germany's got their schools, schools are open. Italy's schools are going to open. France, Spain, China, everywhere else in the world. Something's wrong. Something's really wrong. And you start looking at it, and you would think these 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 cities would be arresting these people. And, and, and this is what I firmly believe. There's probably, uh, of, of that crowd, maybe 5% that are doing all the evil out there. Get them off the street. And it'll stop. I, it's, it's incredible. I feel, I feel horrible for any business owner uh, that's affected by this stuff. 
I mean, the Chicago, the, the killings in Chicago, that's been happening for decades. No one seems to care. It just makes no sense to me. And then you start looking at, listen, this isn't a game. Our hold on the world is shrinking. Look at the fight we're having with China and, and Huawei and, and all the other things and the tech and the 5G and all this. Listen, this is real here. Hey, the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Hey, by the way, I just found out National Tequila Day today. How about that? And it's Friday. All right. Well, that, that'll help. National Tequila Day uh, today. So uh, maybe after you finish that coffee, uh, you get the tequila out. You know, it's got to be 5 o'clock somewhere, right? Patriot Radio News Hour, Patriot Trading Group. Gold and silver is what we do. 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. And you got to be ready. You know, this is this is why my uncle had come back. This is uh, this is an unprecedented time. This is this is real. This this fight is real. China's not going anywhere. How much gold have they bought? I don't know. How many metric tons do they have? They say they've got 2,000. No one believes it. I don't. Is it 4,000? Six? We have 8,000 allegedly. Can't see it. (laughs) Top secret. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Right? It's not like, you know, hey, it's Fort Knox. We can't go count it? Really? Uh-uh. Matter of fact, the problem with our 8,000 is most of it isn't even in a form that the COMEX could use or the London Exchange or the Shanghai Metals. We can't even sell it on the open market because it's the pre-33 gold that they melted down. They didn't even do a good job of that if you want to believe the uh, the former mint director who claims that he's been to Fort Knox and he's seen the gold. So I don't know. But I do know this, right? This system's coming to an end. You see that. I mean, I, I shouldn't even have to educate you. The end of cash is coming. Right? And and, and just look at the ridiculous size of the numbers and, and how massive they are, right? Banks don't pay you interest, right? It costs you money to have a checking account in this country now, right? It does. Yet somehow the banks make all this money, right? It makes no sense. Oh, it's good to be a banker, isn't it? Listen, this experiment's coming to an end. It's gone on a, a little over 100 years. Right? They, they, they married their way. They stocked the Congress with their guys. That's how they got the, the central bank back in this country. The bankers tried two other times and weren't successful. Right? They created the central bank, 20-year 20, 20 charters. They gave them, okay, we'll give you 20 years. 
Yeah, it's not working. Get out. Think about this. They created the central bank again in 1913. 20 years later, the Great Depression of 1933. But you know why we didn't get rid of it? Because they had bought enough and married into enough representatives in Congress that they left out the 20-year charter deal. It's the only reason, because you know if it was still in there, no one would have kept it. And then they said, here's your solution, get rid of gold. Get rid of that evil relic. Everyone, people go, oh, gold's the relic of the past. Now everyone's out, buy gold. Gold doesn't pay interest. Yeah, okay. You're right, it doesn't. Then again, does anything pay interest anymore? And you start looking at at what everybody else in the world's doing. They're bringing their gold home. They're adding to their their they're adding to their holdings. But this thing all goes crashing down. What do you think these countries are going to look for? Stability. Right? Wait a minute, you got a gold back digital? Yeah, I'd rather do that, right? Gold back, you know, gold's been money for 5,000 years. Most fiat currencies don't last more than 100, 200 years. That's it. They don't last. They've all gone to zero. Every one of them. Why do you hold gold? Because it doesn't go to zero. Yesterday, we had these $10 liberties, and we sold the you-know-what out of them. There's 30, I only have 30 of them left. Yesterday, they were 1050 Today, they're $1,065. I've only got 30 of them. But here's the thing. Even at $1,065, they're two tens. It's $40 less than what I can sell you a 20 today. Now, every once in a while, you can get two tens for the same price as a 20. Every once in a while, maybe you get it for 5 or $10 less than a 20. I think a couple of times, we've been maybe $20 less. Two tens, $20 less. Same amount of gold as a 20, right? Two tens equals 20. I don't recall ever, and I've been doing this, this is year 17 for me, where you could get two tens for $40 less than a 20, but that's where the market, here's the problem. I only have 30 left, and I can't replace them. When, when we go back, these $10 gold pieces, they're going to be 1100 bucks. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two down to twenty ten dollar liberties, thousand sixty five. Pick them up. It's not good. Listen, you know where gold's going. 
you know what the real unemployment numbers are. We we got a big problem here. We got to spend a lot more money. A trillion dollars ain't going to be enough. And and I encourage and and uh, you know, all I can do is tell you you better get ready. You better not wait. I know everyone wants to pull back. I want to pull. It's not coming. It's just not coming. Why? Because look at what look at what's really really happening out here. Dow's down one sixty. S and P's down twenty five. The Nasdaq's down one thirty. Gold's up eight eighteen ninety seven. Silver is battling. Silver's all the way back, almost to twenty three bucks again. Twenty four eighty seven. Twenty four twenty two eighty seven on silver. And guess what? I just got the call during the break. We've got now. These are in our office in Colorado. And I'm here, they Joe. I'm, I'm, I'm here to I'm here to push this with you because this is great. Jay, Jason, oh, so Jason runs our Colorado office. The guy has been worried, wheeling and dealing up there. Jason, tell them what we've got. Tell them what we've got on the silver side. We have rolls of peace dollars, and these are so well priced. Let me say this: here in Colorado, we had a whole bunch of peace dollars come in right around when coronavirus started, and when silver was out sixteen, seventeen, and up to eighteen dollars. An ounce on the spot price. Uh, we were selling these very briskly at five fifteen and five twenty five a roll, when silver was at that price. Uh, we've got these piece dollars at five hundred fifty dollars a roll, and we got silver approaching twenty three. It's an absolute steal. We've been having people crying and bitching about, hey, let's get silver. I want silver. Well, here it is, and it's it's five fifty a roll, Joe. Which is great. You know, look at a silver eagle. We, I, I'm not selling silver eagles because. Silver Eagles right now, yet six hundred and sixty dollars a roll on a Silver Eagle. I mean, you got to pay ten dollars over spot for it. It's just way too much. Uh, these rolls of piece dollars, Jason. Correct me if I'm wrong. We got seventy-five rolls. We got a bag and a half. Yeah, seventy-five rolls. I, I, I since they're here, rolls. if it's Arizona, there might be a little bit of shipping. If I have to ship it to you in Arizona, well, yeah, guys, we'll, but... we'll charge uh, you know the standard shipping fee for Arizona folks. If you want the peace dollars, Colorado, they're in stock. We have these; these are live and in stock. I just saw my silver just showed up, so we're gonna have a massive other shipping day here again today. Uh, so, so be ready for that. We're we're pretty much uh, all caught up here. Uh, 800-951-0592. Uh, two lines are open right now. Be patient. Arlene is here on her own. Uh, as soon as I get off the air, I'll jump on as well. We had 20 $10 liberties. 20 $10 liberties. I'm sure that we got less than that now at 1065 And then those silver peace dollar rolls. The peace dollars, 1922 to 1935. Uh, at five hundred and fifty dollars a roll, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and again, those are live in Colorado, Arizona. You can get in. We'll just ship them here uh, for you. Again, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and uh, everybody. Again, just remind. Keep Eric in your thoughts and prayers. God bless everybody. All lines are full. Keep trying. We'll be right with you as soon as possible. Everybody take care. God bless. Pray for Eric. We'll be back on Monday.